Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, I hope you had a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. And of course, 2024 just around the corner for a few days away. So I think a good time is to touch base. You know, the Yankees kind of still licking their wounds from losing out on Yamamoto as that all kind of settles in there. And already, of course, uh, you're getting all the uh, pitches with Otani or Yamamoto now hanging out in Los Angeles and uh, Otani uh, buying a Porsches for his teammate and all that stuff, which is kind of ridiculous. But anyway, I was figuring a good time to touch base again with the uh, Section 420 Talking Yankees audience there. I'm sure they're desperate for some new Yankee news. Little tidbits, a little bit moves, but I guess the big one is that the news came down that ICAF will not be back with the Yankees, which I kind of expected. Signing a two-year deal with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, so I'll kind of look into that. And plus, the Yankees did make a trade. Uh, shipped out Esteban Florial, which you figure is going to happen with the Yankees now having a plethora of outfielders when it was kind of the opposite problem you know, just a short while ago. So get into all that stuff. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, 2024 is just around the corner. You've got another month. And then Pitches and catches, can you believe it? Already going to reporting just in February there. So we're just an inch away. Uh, so make sure you subscribe. I'm sure there's going to be some new moves by Cashman. And got some other cool stuff for you podcast subscribed. And also go to YouTube, uh, Section 420 Talking Yankees there as well. And hit that subscribe button there and get notified when new episodes go up there. So, you know, the Yankees were had uh, Isaiah kind of for left. They got him two years ago. Picked up his player option for one more year for 2023 at six million, and it's the fact he was making that type of money. He would probably be looking for a little bit more. I didn't see any chance that the Yankees wouldn't want to bring him back for a guy who's you know a utility player at this point. He lost the shortstop job to Volpe. I'm not saying Volpe was like an absolute uh, beast, you know, uh, but his numbers weren't anything where you would ever consider taking Volpe out and putting IKF back in. And Volpe gives you 20 home runs, gave you a Gold Glove defensive season, and of course the 20 stolen bases as well. Amounts his batting average is not great, but again, nothing where you you would uh, think Isaiah kind of left could put up better numbers than that. Pathetic enough that both bad in some different areas. And of course, I don't think you would ever consider having IKF as your full-time third baseman, where that's going to be the de facto spot for DJ LeMayo right now. I know DJ LeMayo looks like he's on the downswing of things, but still, never an option where you would say uh, Isaiah kind of would be the be- better bat than DJ LeMayo, even though DJ has been um, struggling at this point. So I didn't see any reason why to bring him back. And then once they moved, made that move for Jita Downs, I uh, figured that would be the new utility guy, at least for the infield there. That was probably hook, line, and sink of this for the idea that the Yankees were not going to bring him back. And look, look, look I say it's good for ICAF. You know, he was actually able to get a two-year deal. Now he goes to the Toronto Blue Jays, so now he's a rival. Uh, but again, all things considered, to get a two-year deal, $15 million, and of course, uh, $1 million in extra bonuses if he hits certain uh, goals there. So uh, again, for him, that's actually a really good deal. That's probably more I think he would be able to get. So hey, kudos for his agent to do that. Uh, I don't know what the selling point of that was, but I guess a little bit too, just, you know, he's been with the Yankees for the past couple seasons, and I kind of always always mentioned that, the same thing too with Aaron Hicks, why Baltimore picked him up. Now, look, it turns out Hicks uh, flourished better in Baltimore, so hey, maybe they saw something, but maybe a little of that too, just to get a little idea of what goes on in Yankee land and Yankee scouting and Yankee strategy and so forth. So Bon Voyage there, didn't think he was coming back, so, you know, we'll see what happens with him. Um, you know, at 28 years old too, uh, you know, he's obviously hitting 30, so... This is not someone you would think about bringing back as well. Jeter Downs, again, uh, far younger. And, you know, maybe if he could just pick up his hitting a little bit, maybe he could turn into uh, the next version of IKF. And even when Jeter uh, Downs was with the Nationals last spring training, they were actually working him out in the outfield just as the Yankees did with Isaiah kind of falafa So uh, maybe the Yankees might do the same thing. You know, are you shagging some fly balls out there for the Nationals? Maybe the Yankees will convert him and, again, have the same type of jack-of-all-trades guy. Now, I don't think you're going to see Jeter Downs uh, pitch 
pitching, uh, but nevertheless, uh, maybe they'll try to have him as an infielder and outfielder. And also in Yankee land, um, Estevan Florio gets traded, so the longtime Yankee uh, farmhand getting built the organization. Well, he never really got his full break, you know, in fairness to him. And go in you know, AAA last season, he did have a good season, uh, did hit 284. Uh, with 28 home runs and uh, 79 RBIs. And the entire season, you know, fans are crying to bring him up as the offense was struggling, especially when Judge was out of the lineup there. But Yankees never really gave him a shot, and it wasn't until, like, the final month there they bought him up. And, again, his numbers, you know, in 19 games with the Yankees, nothing great. I just don't think it was ever high on the Yankees' prospect list in terms of uh, someone they really want to invest long-term. You know, they, they, they saw him the same way. They see, like, Jason Dominguez, or they saw it Volpe, or even more recently now, Clayton Beater. Uh, I still think that for whatever they put Florio in that class and actually put him on waivers uh, last season. And actually, no one claimed him. And actually, Yankees ended up getting him back. So, uh, kind, of, kind of a bumpy road for Floreal, but I guess now he'll have a, a new home. So, traded to the Cleveland Guardians uh, for pitcher Cody Morris. Now, him, you probably don't know much about. Uh, not too much experience there, but, you know, 27 years old. But it seems like the Yankees are going to throw him the mix, see him as a possible uh, competition for the fifth starter spot there. So, you know, that would kind of make sense. The Yankees trying to work out some guys there, especially, again, the Yankees lost a plethora of pitching prospects just over the past uh, couple of weeks. This was all some of these deals the Yankees made there. So uh, then that would be a situation where you thought, like, um, uh, you know, Drew Thorpe, might be you know head of that competition there, but now of course now he's with San Diego, so I guess Cash wants to bring in some arms here. Now uh, last season for Cleveland only had six appearances, uh, and nothing really great with the numbers there. Had a six point seven five ERA, and if you want to look over past two seasons, the twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three season in total, um, had thirteen appearances on the major league level. Uh, five of those were starts. Again, the number is not really terrific. Uh, one and two uh, with an ERA 3.41. The one good thing, it seems that if you want uh, you know, hang your hat on him, uh, he had 32 strikeouts in 31 and two-thirds innings there. So this guy seems to be averaging a strikeout per inning. So, you know, it's probably looking at a bit of a, a strikeout per inning type of guy. So a strikeout pitcher there. So, again, that's someone maybe will catch your attention. Kind of a tall righty there. But, again, that's just going to be an open competition for the fifth starter spot. So that's really all the news. Um, ICAF officially will not be returning, which, again, I expected. And, you know, and again, once the Yankees got Jeter Downs as the super utility man, uh, that pretty much you know, said it all. And I'm just shocked that someone actually gave uh, Isaiah Kinefleffa more than one year there. So uh, you got to say hats off to his agent. Dan even got a bit of a pay bump. Um, you know, getting a little bit more than the six million he got with the Yankees in 2023. So uh, just get hopefully it's something that comes back and vengeance becomes an all-star player, which I don't think is going to happen there. Again, he's, at best, he's a role player. He'll hit 260 at best. He'll bop about four or five home runs a year, and he'll just give you some good defense. And that's really what he is. So I don't think it's any major loss for the Yankees, and he's not someone you're going to invest long term with. Just again, again, Volpe is your shortstop, and um, again, as they kind of fluff a couple years away from 30. And you always want to get younger there, especially in some sort of utility backup role there. So uh, all expected. So that's the episode. I don't know if we'll get another one in before New Year's early next week, but we'll see if there's some moves or something. Or, you know, I got, maybe I'll come with something cool, maybe a quick uh, Yankee old story or something like that. Uh, but nevertheless, we'll catch you soon enough. Mm-hmm.